0: beautiful people out there in podcast land my name is paul workman i'm zach mccoy and it is your boy trev and we are your oscar grouches <laughs> welcome <laughs> back to the Scorsese podcast thursday show uh, thursday where we take a look at the oeuvre of an oscar winner and knower of cinema mr martin scorsese and what are we watching this week zach
1: this week we are watching rolling thunder review a bob dylan story by martin scorsese it's a air quotes documentary about the 70s concert series and Rolling Folk thing that Bob Dylan and a group of his friends and other artists put on. Had to complete the trilogy
0: he did. Yeah. Yeah. Here we go. So, this is everybody's first time watching Rolling Thunder Review. First and last.
1: (laughs) (laughs) As I've said with many of these things, um, I've seen clips, but... First time seeing it entirely First time for me as well
0: And um You know what I didn't bother to see If this thirsty, was the
1: thirsty first
0: Thirsties <laughs> of the first there we go So exciting that <laughs> I Forgot to look up to see if it Had a breakdown Of any sort so Break it down. We will consider this Our awards breakdown Break it down. The Cinema Eye Honors Award U.S. gave this outstanding achievement in editing in a nonfiction film or series for broadcast, hmm. giving Damian Rodriguez and David Tedeschi awards. Tedeschi, Tedeschi is here. Yeah, All look with at his Uh It was nominated. They also nominated it for outstanding achievement in broadcast nonfiction filmmaking. Uh, Critics' Choice Documentary Awards, nominated for Most Innovative Documentary, Best Archival Documentary, and Best Music Documentary. Uh, and honestly, there's a bunch of other awards here that I'm uh, just not really interested in covering. But apparently, the National Board of Review gave this top five documentaries. So, top that five. Is, that top is our breakdown. Thank you. All right. <laughs> <laughs> uh I, I feel like if you've listened to the the other bob dylan episodes you're probably going to know exactly how this is going to go but how do we feel about this movie this might have Tread. been the worst
2: one <laughs> Oh, this might have been the worst one that's uh, uh heavy on the might you know there's a m- the might's in italics you know we're not we're not quite sure yet uh yeah <laughs> It could have also been too. You know, maybe my mood wasn't the best when I started watching this too. But
1: (laughs) there's a lot of uh, Dylan (laughs) here. A lot of Dylan, Dylan, especially live performances, and you just that's not your thing. So it's not surprising if you didn't like it.
2: I just I don't I don't get it. I don't get Mm. the appeal of Bob Dylan.
1: It's this little thing where he's
0: great. (laughs) Well. (laughs) It's he's like so Elvis.
2: Nice. I don't get the appeal of Elvis. <laughs> you know, like, it just doesn't connect with me. I no. get the appeal
1: of Elvis. I just don't share the love of Elvis. Yeah. <laughs> I, don't,
2: I don't share the love of Bob Dylan.
1: Yeah. yeah. Elvis, you know, he's a performer, a persona. Dylan, I appreciate as a writer. And, uh, you know, he always rejected the the – want to be an icon the want to be a voice of a generation or whatever but he ended up being it and i respect the stuff he stands for and the shit he does like you know for the hurricane and everything like Mm -hmm. using his um platform for that kind of stuff yeah Uh, but personally this era of bob dylan is my favorite the 70s from blood on the tracks the basement tapes with the band and uh, desire those are like some of my favorite albums of his. So this is a lot of the performances pull from those. And uh I fell in love with uh, Scarlett Rivera on the violin there. And <laughs> <laughs> it's seeing people like, like Patty Smith pop up and. Oh God, Patty Smith. She was, she was so charming. And I, like, as I was watching it, I Googled, did Patty Smith, did she use a lot of drugs? And she said, she did acid once, like in the seventies. And only smoked pot a handful of times or something. So I was like, "That must just be her natural energy, unless this is one of those times." There's uh, a lot of high, a lot of high people in this uh, film, yeah, I believe. Just, just a few.
0: Yeah. What? What did the one, uh, the one tour manager say? There's, there's things we don't talk about, right? <laughs> yeah. Uh, what,
2: what's the story behind Scorsese picking this particular tour? To make a documentary on.
0: I think I think one, he just loves Bob Dylan. Two, he the footage was found. Mm-hmm. Uh I mean, you have that one interview with Bob Dylan where he says, What's left of that tour? Nothing but ashes. Mm. So I'm curious, did Bob Dylan know whether or not there was footage of this? I mean, obviously they knew people were shooting it, but yeah. Apparently no one had seen it in forever.
1: I think uh, like uh, if I read something about Dylan's producer, like finding it and wanting to make something went to Marty. Cause you know, they had done stuff in the past. So yeah. Yeah. And he very
0: obviously wanted, like he says in the documentary, he, he wanted to put his mark on it. He was the one that shot mm-hmm. it. Right.
1: Yeah. So I had mixed feelings as I was watching it, learning that I didn't realize that there was going to be like fictionalized stuff. And probably if you're just watching it without knowing that you wouldn't realize some of the things unless you had prior knowledge to like the whole Sharon stone thing. That was just kind of odd that she wasn't really there. That was all made up. And they like doctored photos of them together to create this um, story point. But hold on.
2: She wasn't there.
1: Nope. It was all, it was all bullshit.
0: Oh,
2: did they explain that in the documentary? Cause I don't know. No, that. Okay. no,
1: uh, but that's why it's called a Martin Scorsese sto- a story, a Bob Dylan story by Martin Scorsese, because there's stuff interjected that, like, you know, Dylan's talking at the beginning. He's like, I don't remember any of this shit. And so they just mythologize more of it by creating these little things. I was just so you know, happy
0: to see Scorsese working with Sharon Stone again.
1: Yeah. Yeah. But um, you know, there's all this footage. That is so and,
0: confusing to
2: me. And
1: they kind of rift off of things that was, were happening in the actual footage, but some of it's not real.
2: Oh uh, yeah, I see. I like, that Very
1: interesting. It is interesting. Like,
2: like you said earlier, the actual tour itself was directed by Dylan, but in the thing, it's they pretend like it's directed by somebody else.
1: Yeah, that that whole the Van Whoever guy. That he wasn't there. Like I think,
2: honestly, I feel like <laughs> I need to change my letterbox score and rank it lower because this is just, <laughs> I don't, I'm not fully grasping why this is
1: a thing. Yeah. I think it I, just I kind of like
2: looks confused too. Like you've baffled him a little bit.
0: Like, yeah. no, I've just, I've, I've become, I've become far more interested in this than I was <laughs> when I was watching
1: it. <laughs> I, I think it's just whole, the whole mythology of quote unquote Dylan as a, a folk hero. It's like, what is real? What isn't real? like i said at first i was like kind of pissed because i i want something factually presented to me
2: i mean it's a it's called a documentary yeah. so i mean yeah <laughs> it's nominated
1: for these non-fiction things but it's got fiction in it so. huh.
2: could they technically get in trouble for that
1: i don't know i mean i i don't think so like in in the credits it's like the cast of players and it has their name their real names and their quote unquote character names but yeah, it's never explicitly stated as you're watching it. Oh, he was uh,
0: Stefan van Dorp was played by Bette Midler's husband, <laughs> Martin von Hasselberg.
2: Yeah, yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah, it's a, it's a it's a weird. weird it's a weird kind of thing. But I ended but up. What the fuck am I watching then?
2: I'm watching. Yo, I feel like I'm watching ICP's fucking shockumentary where it's a documentary on the band, but it's completely fictionalized and fake. Mm. <laughs> like...
0: I mean <laughs> I, I think I love this even more now.
2: Oh <laughs> well, what the fuck? It's, <laughs> yep.
1: Oh man. So I got a shout out I want Bob Dylan's hat. I love that hat. I respect uh, his use of guy liner.
2: No, that yeah, that, that hat is cool. Hat
0: I is like cool. that he he was apparently inspired by Kiss to start painting his face on this
1: tour. <laughs> no, see that's bullshit. The whole the whole Sharon Stone thing, that Kiss thing is made up. But, <laughs> but, but but he—that is a he funny said,
2: joke, though. No,
0: no, that that was made up. But he said that the the fiddler, the fiddle player, was dating Gene Simmons. Oh, and she took him to see Kiss, and he liked the makeup. And as he says, I must have filed that away somewhere. Okay, but how do we know that's real, though?
1: Maybe just the whole Sharon Stone. I, I just mean,
2: hey, they've lied about one thing. How do I know they're not fucking lying about all these other things?
1: Well, I'm gonna look up Bob Scarlet Rivera's uh, dating history.
2: <laughs> the Queen of Swords.
0: I like that little that little demon guy she had playing the fiddle on her fiddle.
1: Yeah,
2: fiddle on her fiddle. There's fiddle. a
1: whole fiddle. I like that there's line. a whole Vanity Fair article. Bob Dylan's uh, Martin Scorsese Bob Dylan documentary. What's true and what's fiction? So there's a whole breakdown of it if people want to look it up.
2: Um, maybe I'm confusing Bob Dylan with somebody else. Is Bob Dylan the dude that like threatened to pull his music off Spotify if they didn't remove Joe Rogan's podcast?
1: No, that's Neil Young. Oh, that's yep. Neil
2: Young. Okay.
1: They were both in um, The Last Waltz, though.
2: And they're both old
0: white dudes.
1: Oh, Sam Shepard. All that part was true. Yeah, because you actually see him in the film. Yeah. You know? <laughs>
0: I think Shears any on. I think anything we get from Dylan is mostly
1: true. Gene Simmons prob- rated probably true. There you go. It's, I like a good probably true. <laughs> <laughs> Rivera and Gene Simmons did in fact date. So there you go.
0: But I mean, the idea that even he's not <laughs> sure where the face painting came from. Right. And he's just like, I guess I filed that away somewhere.
1: Yeah. <laughs> you said it. Was it him that said it was like forty years ago? I wasn't even born yet. <laughs> <laughs> <It's>
0: like, <laughs> uh, I you know, like him and Ginsburg sitting down at Jack Kerouac's grave. Yeah,
1: and see, I'm <laughs> Allen Ginsburg's a guy I've always like known, but I don't really know his work. Cause, so I, I was again sitting here like nerding out, and <laughs> I'm, I'm going to get uh, I was pulling up like my my birthday and Christmas wish list. I added Allen Ginsburg's <laughs> best work or there best you of, go. you know, whatever. <laughs> I'm pick that up on paperback. Uh on yeah, paperback. with the beat generation.
2: Yeah. I I feel like y'all gotta just do all the talking because like there's
1: you can keep bringing up it, these fine. moments
2: that you enjoy and like right. I literally have zero moments
0: to bring the
2: credits rolling at the end. That was awesome. <laughs> I was
0: like finally. I like the credits rolling at the end too, because they give everybody those fun nicknames. Uh. which, which kind of lends into the as Zach was saying, the fact that they subtitle this of Bob Dylan's story by Martin Scorsese. Mm
1: -hmm.
0: And uh, Jay Cox was one of the writers on this. Oh, so good old Jay Cox. uh, And I believe they called them (laughs) humble scribes, the writers for this. (laughs) So the fact that everybody gets a little, a little nickname, like the punk poet and the Rolling Stone reporter and the innocent and the shit kicker, like, you know, lends lends itself to the, the idea that you're you're seeing more mythology like hey what's what's true and what's not mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. I like that I like that blending of reality and fiction well <laughs> As, i didn't, i know I didn't
2: know that I was watching fiction, you know when yet. when i uh
0: was watching this so. Uh, good old Marty pulled a fast one on me. He
2: pulled a fast one on me. <laughs> ah, I
0: appreciate him for it.
2: I mean I get that it's called a Bob Dylan story by Martin Scorsese, but I didn't read the title and go, This must be fake. Like, yeah. you know. Like, <laughs> no. <Nope. ever. laughs>
1: I wouldn't have known. But like uh one of the things like I, I laughed out loud when um some of the Stefan van Dorp uh, like voiceover work back in the 70s documentary, like this guy was recording it in modern times and then they like applied it back over the old footage. And I was like, the <laughs> audacity.
0: That's probably what they used.
1: Oh, yep. There you go.
0: <laughs> they used Audacity. Yo, yeah, and was T-Bone Burnett just coked out of his mind during this whole thing? Cause... He
1: absolutely must have been. It was was <laughs> Was I I I haven't heard him really sing a whole lot, so I don't know if he was just mimicking Bob Dylan's voice because he sounded just like him. And Dylan's like, "What the fuck is that? My voice?" <laughs> there at the end, they're just looking at each other like, "Oh, so most, I,
0: yeah." I've mostly heard T Bone Burnett, uh, play guitar and do interviews for right. Oh, uh, brother, were though.
1: Be an amazing producer.
0: Now
2: yeah. I'm going to assume that this is a criterion that you don't own. I do not, but I, I want not. to.
1: I put it on my list after I finished it, because I was like, I'm getting that. Because <laughs> I don't have this and
0: I don't have uh, last week's uh, film, The Irishman. I do have The Irishman. Uh,
2: that got a Criterion?
0: Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. Uh, apparently, Criterion just teamed with Netflix and was putting out pretty uh, much all their like director pristine, pristine. projects.
2: I was in Walmart and... I was seeing, like, Netflix Blu-rays, where they put stuff on Blu-ray. And yeah. I was like, oh, I didn't know that was a thing. Yeah. So it makes you wonder if that's a moneymaker for them. I can't imagine it's that much of a moneymaker.
0: I mean, With yeah, their DVD the,
2: sales being what they are now.
0: They probably don't do, like. Huge runs of DVDs and Blu rays, yeah. just enough to be like, eh, you, you, just you. enough
2: to put in Walmarts all across, you know, America. Yeah. And, <laughs> yeah.
0: And,
1: and,
0: and probably of only like what the big things, like Stranger Things.
1: Yeah. I mean, oh, yeah, I don't yeah, know what yeah. you yeah. saw, Tran, but that, I think that's like, I saw, that... I
2: saw niche anime oh. that like nobody wouldn't even watch unless they were into anime and they had a Netflix <laughs> subscription. So <Okay. laughs> I'll
0: shut my mouth and stop talking. Then.
1: <laughs> hmm. Hmm. Well, yeah, I could just gush all all day about uh yeah. the 70s output, so you, you don't have to listen to me do that. Um I had a lot of fun watching this though, so me too.
2: Oh, I'm glad. <laughs> 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 now, you know, watching this, I know why I know why uh Jonathan likes to play video games while he's watching movies. I get it now. <laughs>
0: all right so, so yeah well let's move on to our worsty judgments mm-hmm. trap where's this sitting on your Thursday rankings
2: okay well i want you know you guys to know just how much i love and care about y'all and uh, for my review i put why do zach and paul keep putting me through this <laughs> thats That is that. <laughs> <laughs> Because I gave this a whopping one star, and it's at my 53 spot, just underneath Made in Milan, and right above Medicine Ball Caravan, or as we like to call it, We've Come for Your Daughters. (laughs) (laughs) So this movie was terrible, but it wasn't completely god-awful. All right. Zach,
0: how about you?
1: Well, let me shock you and... Roll out my rare five stars. I gave it five stars. I absolutely loved it. It's my favorite uh, of these music documentaries that he's done. I've got it at my number nine, edging out um, mm, the edging. George Harrison. And right behind last week's The Irishman, which I have at my number eight. So, awesome. We go. How about you, Paul? Uh, I also gave this five
0: stars. But after all the things that you have enlightened me with, Zach, <laughs> I'm trying to figure out how to uh petition letter up. box to let me give this six stars. <laughs> um this is fun. I had a great time. Love Bob Dylan. Uh I have it right under No Direction Home. Okay. I think they are wonderful companion pieces, especially yeah. if you were to watch them next to each other, No Direction Home being strictly documentary <laughs> and ending with the blurb he stopped touring for eight years. Yeah. And then this is the tour that he comes out of that retirement with yeah uh or retirement or whatever yeah hiatus thank you uh i have it right above shine a light right under no direction home i still i have last waltz at my number 14 so the trilogy is all in my top 20. nice um and yeah i think last waltz is my highest of his music documentaries yeah nice I think this film is wonderful and fun and everybody should watch it, especially Trav.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> Once was enough. <laughs> <laughs> All right. We're going to call it there. Trav, where can people find you on the media social? That is right. I am on the Instagram at ZK
2: Audio. I am also on Twitter at T-R-A-V-I-O-S-Z-K where I'm also on Letterboxd ranking and rating my daily movie watches and Man, I've just been so swamped and stuff. I really have not been watching anything But I did just watch the new a 24 Coming-of-age film funny pages by uh, Owen Klein. Oh, I, I need to watch that. You know what? It was a really good first like 30 40 minutes and then it just completely becomes, uh, I don't know the words to describe it, but the third act <laughs> is terrible and it has a very, very bad ending. So, but it's a coming of age movie and we know I love my coming of age movies. Indeed. And it's a 24 and Andy Milanakis makes an appearance. So you got to watch it. Shmandy Shmila That's right.
1: Got peas in my head.
2: Hey, don't call him a pea head though. Mm-hmm. Zach,
1: where's the setup oh. for you? Yeah, we did that, are not we? Yeah. Huh?
0: Where are they going to find you? social. Where can people follow you?
1: Oh. <laughs> <laughs> find me on Criticard, Zachmaster, Master, X-A-K-K-M-A-S-T-E-R, uh, TikTok, House Havoc, or Letterboxd by searching my name.
0: Mr. Workman. You follow me across the plat- uh at Father with Fear across the platforms of Twitter and Letterboxd, where I'm ringing all my daily movie watches. Uh, I already talked about the only other film that I watched that was released in 2022 yesterday, which was DC League of Super Pets. Watch it, but uh, I went and saw Jaws in 3D at a movie theater, and that shit rules. Woo! Right you did. man, I uh, love Jaws. Bank
2: saw it too, and that was his first time ever seeing Jaws. I shouldn't be shocked by that, but I am, <laughs> dude. Wild, I know. <laughs> and you know, you know what? You know what he had the audacity to say
0: what
1: it was all right i really liked it oh
2: (laughs) (laughs) thank you i really liked it
0: as if it isn't a touted masterpiece of the last 50 years Uh, oh thanks is wonderful um yeah uh which brings me to the reason i went saw jaws uh joe tapia and i are doing a tiktok now called shark dressed men mm -hmm. follow us on tiktok
2: and it's wonderful yes i'd watch that more than once (laughs) (laughs)
0: <laughs> it's in vain of me to say I watched it more than once Joe edited it and so, it's yeah. incredi-
2: It's incredibly edited <laughs> but let's not slouch on Paul's editing skills because last year he did a video on a film festival for our YouTube and it was incredibly edited yeah. and very charming
1: I okay. enjoyed all those videos
2: yeah so I will not slouch on Paul's editing skills
1: never like, slouch on Paul unless you're tired <laughs>
2: Tired of Bob Dylan fucking documentaries?
1: <laughs> Guess what? There's uh, another one. No. I'm
0: <laughs> so, so Zach, which Bob Dylan documentary are we watching next week?
1: <laughs> next week we are watching Black Diamond Bay: The Story of Bob Dylan on a Fishing Trip. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we're watching uh, The Card Counter, which you can find on Hulu or YouTube TV with premium scrip- subscriptions, or stream on HBO Max. And now we're getting to these newer movies where it's like, hey, you can buy it on Google Voodoo or YouTube for like 15 bucks if you want to do that. Yeah, but <laughs> <Huh. clears throat>
0: all right. Yeah. I'm excited for that. I love Paul Schrader. All He's right.
2: The trailer dropped for his new film too. Last week. Oh yeah. So yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Okay. All
0: right. Moving on to the rest of this thing that we do. Hey, Trav. Hey. Since uh, you're going to compliment my editing skills, I'm going to thank you for producing our podcast. Okay. You can listen to Trav and his co-host, Benjamin Banks, talking about how much he liked Jaws. That's right. I'm leveling up with (laughs) Benjamin Banks. We we'll like to thank Chad Ramsey for our most excellent team song. We we'll like say, thank you to thank Peggy to Jay Bellew for our beautiful artwork. You can follow the show on Twitter and Instagram at Pod and on Facebook at The Podcast. Don't forget to subscribe to the podcast and leave us a nice five uh, star review on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, and Spotify. really helps us to be seen in the all
1: mighty algorithm. Mama, take these five stars from me. I can't hold them anymore. <laughs>
0: So, for Trab and Zach and David Tadeshi for editing all this wonderful footage of Bob Dylan that gave Trab so many hours of joy, <laughs> we would like for you all to have a damn fun day.